Welcome to the first Behind My Show of 2023. Now, today we're going to hear from Dr. Margie Worrell, and I'm also going to give you an update on how my detox program is going because I'm on it as well. I've just come back from such a great family holiday and it was so nice to have that break and spend some quality time with the kids and we didn't murder each other, which was awesome. So today I'm here in the Nova Studios in Sydney in Piermont, which is such a nice change from my home studio. I don't know if I sound different on this mic or not, but it's certainly, I feel very different and I'm feeling a bit different as well because I am embarking on my detox program. I'm on day six of the 14 days and this is a program that I've been running for many years, but I took a bit of a break for a couple of years while I had the kiddies. And so I'm back on it and I won't lie, the first three days are very challenging. The first day is essentially a fasting day. You can have up to a kilo of one of the four chosen fruits that I've got on the list. So it's essentially a fasting day to kind of cleanse your system. And then you embark on essentially a plant-based diet for 14 days. So it's no alcohol, no caffeine, no meat, no dairy, no gluten, and no processed foods. And although it doesn't sound like much fun, it's actually a really great challenge. And already on day six, I'm feeling like I've turned a corner. I'm surprised I didn't have any headaches in that first few days. I maybe had a dull headache in the first afternoon because I have a bit of caffeine, as do all of us. I was quite impressed with the fact that I don't. And I must say I'm loving the recipes because I've just reformulated all the recipes and reshot them as well. And so things like braised quinoa and vegetables. Tonight I'm having the brown rice risotto with mushrooms. There's a cauliflower couscous with veggies, jacket potatoes, buckwheat, walnuts and herbs, fennel, peach and rocket salad. Lots of really yummy plant-based dishes as well as some beautiful broths. Plus, I have included some supplements to fast track the detox, an amazing collagen, a practitioner only collagen, a greens, plus a special detox tea blend. So look, message me if you want the specific brands of those supplements or if you're interested in following the detox as well. I do highly recommend it. You feel scattered for that first few days, but then after that, you really start to feel sharper. Already, I'm able to focus more easily and less moody than normal. Anyway, I am looking forward to that risotto tonight. Now, last week, I interviewed Dr. Margie Worrell. If you haven't heard of her, she's done TED Talks. She's a global authority on living and leading with courage. She's the best-selling author of five books, and she really has coupled her diverse international background and her career experience with this actionable advice to help us make better decisions about living with courage and living bravely. And that's really what our conversation last week was about. But I did record a fast few questions at the end of our chat just to get to know Margie that little bit better. So here they are now. Enjoy. Hey, Dr. Margie Worrell, what was the last meal you ate? Oh, homemade pizza on pita bread. Oh, yum. What would something brave be that you've done 
in your life that you feel proud of? Not your kids though, it's something different, something brave that you've done that you feel proud of. Run my Live Brave Women's Weekends. Okay, so they were like a retreat that you put on. Yes, a retreat that had dancing and champagne. And Why are you proud of that? Ah, uh, Because they required me to be really vulnerable, really brave, because I was terrified no one would sign up. I had a feeling there would be a deep need for them, but I was terrified I would make a fool of myself, start promoting them, and then no one would come. So that's why, for me, I'm very proud of them because they were to this day probably the most soul-satisfying thing I've ever done. So how many people would you usually get on a weekend retreat? It's interesting. I always had about the same amount, which was about between 35 and 40. Oh, that's a great number. Yeah, it was great. It's not so massive that you kind of feel lost in a crowd, but it's got heaps and heaps of energy. Yeah. Are you going to do them again? I want to. I want to. I Like the last one I did was pre-pandemic, late 2019, and I have cancelled the 2020s. And I haven't rescheduled any yet, but I would love to because nothing feeds my soul as much as that really helping 40 women bring to life the highest vision for their lives and then create a plan to step into it. Make sure you let us know when you do decide to, and I hope you do. <laughs> now you have a very senior role at Corn Ferry. How do you manage stress and pressure? I start my day strong with a huge intention. So I start my day by making a cup of tea. Thought you were going to say with a strong coffee, the way you said strong. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> la- that's, that's later on. Okay. That comes later. No, I start a cup of tea and I read something spiritual, oh, um, wow. wisdom literature, yep. and then I go out for a run, walk, gym, some form of exercise. But I start my day just with my head and heart and spirit all in alignment with how I want to show up through the day. That's just foundational for me, those daily morning rituals. And then I regularly check in with myself. I take a sacred pause often, but how do I deal with the pressure and stress, etc.? Honestly, I think the way I start my day, it just recenters, resets, grounds me and gets me really in alignment with who I want to be that and just as a human. And do you have to do anything at the end of the day? Like, are you one of those people that can just collapse into bed, even if there's lots of loose ends and things like that? Well, I read you the five to thrive before. I have a journal. I don't write in it every day, but I write in it often. And I will sometimes just write three things I appreciated about myself and my day. It could just be just a simple list. That's really helpful. I also, at the end of my work day, when I'm sitting at my desk, so probably five o'clock or 5.30, and of course, I don't have kids at home now. I just want to make that clear. I'm not juggling what a lot of your listeners are juggling. But you have been there and done that. <laughs> I absolutely have, but I'm always, I'm a big list. So at the start of a week, I have a list for what I want to get done that week. And every single day I'll have my list for the next day, kind of at an even more granular level. So that when I start the next day, I'm like, I already said the five things I need to really focus on that day. So I'm really big on having real clarity that I'm not sitting down going, what am I doing today? What am I doing today? Like I already know before I start the day. Yeah, I love that. That's such a great tip. What about a TV series that you're into at the moment? I don't watch a ton of TV. Okay. Look, honestly, I loved Yellowstone. Oh, how good is Yellowstone? I know. I mean, I love The Crown. I'm actually been, since the Queen just died, I've been doing a little revisit of it with my yeah. mum. I've probably watched tons of them, but Yellowstone's what pops up in The Crown as a rerun. Right? <laughs> Great. Love it. What about a book that you love? 
There are so many beautiful books I've read. For anyone who is an aspiring creative, The War of Art is definitely a must read. And when you say creative, are you talking about in visual arts or can it be anyone that has a creative element? Anyone who wants to bring anything into the world. Okay. It was written sort of for people who want to write books, but honestly, it could be anything. The War of Art. It is by Stephen Pressfield. It is brilliant. I also love The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer and The Untethered Soul. Well, probably The Untethered Soul is probably the one to start with, which I just really value that. Is that fiction, nonfiction? Oh, no, that's that's nonfiction. All my favourite books are going to be nonfiction. Yeah, I, that is I'm just with a book that's a spiritual book. I have always loved everything Wayne Dyer. There's a whole lot of books, but to be honest, I'm very much a nonfiction reader. Like how can I be my best self? And started a book club once that was called the Best Self Book Club. You know, like everything has to be, how do I just show up as a better version of myself? So there's a couple to get you started. And probably the other book that has really, really inspired me over the years was Marianne Williamson's A Return to Love. So Amazing. I'll pop all of those in the show notes. Thank you so much, Dr. Margie Worrell. My pleasure. 